Why Do We Sigh? Written by Roger Meyer. Read by Shane Browning. A sigh is an audible exhalation of breath, a groan, an expression of sadness, grief, yearning, resignation, or frustration. Why do we sigh? Usually a negative mood motivates a sigh, though sighs can also be a simple expression of relief. When we have negative emotions, our brain may trigger the release of sigh neuropeptides that cause us to sigh. Scientists suggest that a sigh might serve as a reset button for the respiratory system. Researchers believe that areas of the brainstem automatically take charge of breathing, including initiation of the sigh to reinflate the lungs. This is part of the body's automatic nervous system, which unconsciously acts to regulate respiratory and heart rates, digestion, etc. Thankfully, we don't have to consciously think about those things. We are wonderfully made by Almighty God. See Psalm 139, verse 14. Jesus, as a flesh-and-blood human being, sighed on several recorded occasions. One event is recorded in Mark chapter 7, where a man who was deaf and had a speech impediment was brought to Jesus. Jesus looked up to heaven, sighed, and said to the man, Be opened, referring to his ears and tongue. Verse 34 and 35. The man's ears were opened and his tongue was loosed, enabling him to speak plainly. It doesn't say why Christ sighed, but perhaps it was because Jesus, who so loved mankind, saw so many people suffering severe health issues. Another example is in Mark chapter 8, where Christ contended with Pharisees as he often did. The Pharisees sought a sign from heaven to test him. Christ sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation seek a sign? Verse 12. Christ may have been exasperated at their lack of faith and hardness of heart. Verses 17 through 21. Jesus Christ had human emotions. He seemed to particularly love Lazarus, Mary, and Martha. John chapter 11, verses 3 and 5. Lazarus became sick and died. Mary came to Jesus, fell at his feet, and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Verse 32. Jesus saw her weeping with others who accompanied her, and he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. Verse 33. And even wept. Verse 35. Some said, Could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? Verse 37. Jesus again groaned. They didn't believe he had the power to raise Lazarus from the dead. Verse 32 and verses 37 through 38. Jesus resurrected Lazarus. Verse 44. Because he is the resurrection and the life. Verse 25. The disciples asked Jesus about events leading up to the end of the age. Matthew chapter 24 verse 3. Jesus' answer paints a very unpleasant picture including a time of great tribulation never seen before, and which, unless shortened, no flesh would survive. There are many prophecies regarding end-time events revealing there will be plenty to sigh about. Ezekiel chapter 9 is a vision of the Lord telling an angel to put a mark on the foreheads of the men who sigh and cry over all the abominations that are done within it, being Jerusalem. Verse 4, those who are not sighing and crying are to be slain, Ezekiel later prophesies against the land of Israel and is told to sigh therefore, son of man, with a breaking heart and sigh with bitterness before their eyes. And it shall be when they say to you, Why are you sighing that you shall answer? Because of the news, when it comes, every heart will melt, all hands will be feeble, every spirit will faint, and all knees will be weak as water. Behold, it is coming and shall be brought to pass, says the Lord God. Ezekiel chapter 21, verses 6 and 7. After Christ returns, sorrow and sighing shall flee away. 
Isaiah chapter 35, verse 10. We invite you to read our free booklets, Armageddon and Beyond, The Middle East and Prophecy, and The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy.